Hello and welcome to the Calmcast, a time to feel calm and think clearly. I'm Claire Downham, the Queen of Calm, a transformational life coach. I was a burnt out head teacher who finally made the journey to calm after years of trying and I want to prevent you from having to do the same. The Calmcast is a series of short explorations, gently guiding you back to your natural state, which is calm and clarity. Just listen like you would listen to music, with an open mind and curiosity. There's nothing else to do. Now let's relax into today's episode. So we've been exploring perfectionism quite a bit this week and um, I thought it'd be interesting to explore what actually causes it. Um, And this is not going to be an invitation for you to go poking around in your past, unless you really want to. (laughs) It's not saying don't poke around your past, but I don't want you to read into this that I'm inviting you to go poking around in your past because I'm not. Um, that's not my intention at all in creating this broadcast. So if we think about the bits of thinking that come with perfectionism, that they're many and varied, I think, but I think the first one start, the first point is starting with, I suppose, the idea that that there is something that is perfect. Um when we look out into the world, it, it seems that there are some things or some people, perhaps some things that are deemed as perfect or better than other things, perhaps. Um, but I would I would um, veer away from that being being actually true. But we but but that's where it starts, isn't it? That's one of the one of the bits of thinking around perfectionism is just the idea that the idea of what we think. And this is this is a, a spoiler alert. There, <laughs> this is a clue. You know what we think is perfect. You know what what do we deem as perfect? What's our idea of perfection? So that's the first thing. It's even even that just starting there. That that first of all, there's an idea that there is something that could be perfect, and second of all, that 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 we've got an idea about what that looks like. Whatever it is we're doing, what that looks like. It can be anything from the perfect document to the perfect video to the perfect proposal. Um, And I don't just mean (laughs) business proposal. I mean, you know, the perfect request for a date, the perfect, whatever it is, whatever it is, that there's a perfect way to do that. Um, So that's the first thing. Um, I think there's another part then around what what that means about us. Like if if we don't make it perfect, a sense that that means something about us as a person that that we are not not as good as we could be. That we're something wrong with us. Um, that you know that that's a, a becomes a story of who we are as a person if something's not perfect. So there's another there's another aspect to it. I think it intermingled with that is judgment. Um, there's a lot of self-judgment in perfectionism, of course, but I think there's also an idea that people 
out there are going to judge us for whatever we do in some way, shape or form. And that as a result, they might reject us or criticise us or berate us in some way, privately or publicly, but that that is, is a space of something we would find uncomfortable, I suppose. So, and, and I'm sure there, are, I'd love to hear from you what other things, what what comes up for you when you're trying to make things perfect? You know, is it self-judgment? Is it the idea that others will judge you? Is it the fear of criticism? Is it whatever it is, um, the, the whatever it is, it's, you've hopefully heard me using the word idea. It's an idea of that. Like it's an idea that there is something called perfect, that there is something that when it's to this particular standard or whatever, that it that it's therefore perfect. They're all ideas and you may or may not know where your ideas about what's right, what's wrong, what's perfect, what's not where that actually comes from. I, I'm really enjoying pondering all of this at the moment. You know, this, my ideas about what's right, what's wrong, what's perfect, what's not, whether or not people are judging me, what, what, what I do, you know, what people might say about that, um, what criticism of me means, all of that, all of that, in fact, everything, everything that we think, everything that looks so true to us because, well, it looks so true because it's been there a really long time, but it's it's not really true. In fact, I was talking to somebody a few days ago and um, I hear this a lot. I hear this not just from this individual, I hear this a lot where people will say, but that's just who I am. I'm this kind of person. Often um, people will see something like worrying or anger or um, lo lots of other things or being nervous or anxious or whatever. Um not confident, not resilient. People will say things like, I've always been like that. But I, I challenge you to find me a baby who has no resilience, no confidence, a baby who gives a flying doodah what anybody else thinks about them, a baby who doesn't see themselves as utterly perfect. You will not find such a soul. They don't exist. Because none of us are born worriers. None of us are born perfectionists. None of us are born angry. None of us are born that way. And this is where we come to the cause of perfectionism or any other thing that I might talk about or anybody else might talk about. It's learnt behaviour. It's learnt thinking. And when I say learnt, I don't mean that when you were two years old, you sat down in a class and somebody told you how to be a perfectionist. I don't mean that. I mean an unconscious, 
absorption, really, of information around us. Just happening. Nobody learning. Nobody knowing they're learning anything. No one, mostly, knowing that they're teaching anything. I had a really interesting conversation this morning in the hairdressers. And um, the hairdresser was sharing that her one of her... Um, relatives who's a child um how this little girl has been watching things on tiktok and things like that she's about seven i think she said and and that she's picking up from that she said to mum now um I, I think i need to have my teeth straightened or something i need something to do with my teeth because she's picked up from just from watching a few tiktok videos and things that she's picked up that there's something about teeth um, that her teeth aren't okay and, and that's why you know I know it's a thing now but your children will learn things about themselves from looking at the internet and I, I suspect a lot of them will not be helpful things or positive things and they will carry those through life because that's what we've all done and, and if we're you know nearly 52 like me in a couple of days um Diff different ways of learning happened you know I had magazines with very skinny women in them and, and, and thankfully that's not so much of a thing now there does seem to be a bit more balance there but you know all the all the women in magazines when I was a young girl were all very slim um, and that was an ideal that we were all kind of looking towards but but all of that all of that stuff what you know young children now are learning from the internet but what i learned from what my parents said to me what my teachers said to me what you learned from the bully in the playground what you learn about yourself and who you are and what seems to be true is an illusion it is a learned thing it is your conditioning it isn't who you really are and it isn't factual and so when we think about this idea of perfectionism, this idea of getting things right, and, and also the, the thing that happens as a result of that is that we don't do things that, that we really would like to do, that we might want to share with the world, whether that's an invitation to go on a date or a, you know, or a proposal for business or a video, whatever it is, we're not doing those things because of something we learned when we were five, for example, and that we now think is who, we now think that's true, we think that's, well, we see that as our reality, don't we? If we think something, most of us don't have a single shadow of a doubt that that is something that is true. And yet it's not any of it any of it, none of it's true. It's all just part of this illusion that's being created when you learn things from people. And what's really interesting about perfectionism here and why perhaps it feels really dangerous, it feels uncomfortable in the body, doesn't it? Because the body, this bodily system is trying to keep us safe because there's an apparent danger from criticism and things like that. Because at some point, there, were, there was upset from criticism. It didn't feel nice. It, you wanted to please the people who loved you and it felt like if you didn't, you, you're not, you know, you're not okay. 
you're not safe. And in fact, for some people, you maybe weren't safe if you didn't do things right. And that, you know, that's really sad. And but it's it's all part of this same learning system that has just happened, really. And this is not about criticizing anybody's parents or anybody's parenting for that matter. Um, but it's about just understanding that we've learned some things as we've grown up that are not helpful. And the more aware you become of that, the easier it becomes to just be the awareness, to, to notice those things, to notice, oh, I, I see the thinking now that happens when I hold myself back, when I don't do the things. And you might not see it explicitly, but hopefully you'll start to notice that you're moving in a different direction, that your body, because your body can do what, what it likes, you know, it, it can move, it can type words and send a message to somebody. Words can come out of this body bodily system and that thinking need not have anything to do with that, the thinking that you learn, the thinking that says it's got to be perfect. It's such a an interesting space and I hope I'm articulating it that you can get a handle on it but but if you don't think I am then great because I'd love to hear from you and I'd love to get on a call with you and I'd love to explore it further with you because that's the exciting space really it's in the conversation not just the bits I'm delivering so if you are interested in that please do reach out to me at Book a Call you can do that on my website, um, it's really easy. There's a button on the top right-hand corner of clairedown.com where you can book a call. And also that, um, you know, you can access my five simple truths to take you close to calm on there, which just gives you a little bit more of a taste of what I'm pointing towards. Um, the most transformational thing to know in the whole wide world. And there's nothing to do, which is marvellous because we've all got too much to do already. When we've stopped being perfectionist and stop procrastinating we've got loads to do haven't we <laughs> so we don't need anything else to do so lots of love and i hope you found that helpful take care thank you so much for listening there's nothing to do now but bring some awareness to how this is working out in your life listen regularly to experience longer and longer periods of calm this has been the calm cast with claire downham queen of calm take care and keep listening